0: My name's Tom and welcome to my race, Chimwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube, but this is the audio only version, just for your nice cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you're listening, and let's crack on. Hello everyone, welcome to the stream. How are you doing people? Koala Squadron, Jalita, Caitlin, Tuss, Jabroni, Carol. That's right, Wintro. Welcome, everyone. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for watching live on YouTube. Thank you to everyone listening to this after the fact on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, or watching this after the fact on YouTube. Um, welcome, everyone. hope we're all doing well. Something a bit different today. Um, thought we'd do uh, do a live stream. We want to keep one of these going every single week, um, even if there isn't racing. But when there isn't racing, we can talk about different stuff because, you know, the F1 news cycle is a bit dry at the minute and uh (laughs) that suit yeah I know right from now look it's not my suit okay I definitely photoshopped that suit on um you should be able to tell this is live Dougie this is live No, so we're going to talk today um about a subject that I get asked about a lot understandably not just from you know you guys like watching on on youtube in 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 the comment section and on twitter but also like a lot of people like i know in you know in in real life you know when i actually go outside and touch some grass and speak to some other human beings um this is often the the most asked question and it's funny how yeah even in you know 2023 with this digital age that we're in that there's still a lot of misconceptions and a lot of um yeah just lack of uh, generally speaking knowledge around how you know you can take this chatting sitting in a room talking to a camera with 157 people currently on the other side of it who I can't see you but thank you all for coming and um how yeah how the (laughs) real estate (laughs) agents, right and all carol baskin right and all carol baskin um Hello, hello Benjamin. Uh Benjamin straight in. Mama Duke. Look, uh, look, not all of us can can afford a uh, afford a McLaren, mate. All right, okay. I want to see your lifetime time, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I want to talk today about you know kind of what goes into it. Um how how I earn enough to do this full time. Um yeah, because I think there's a lot of areas that you might maybe be surprised um and I think it varies as well, because I think specific to this F1 niche that that I operate in, um, compared to say tech YouTubers, compared to lifestyle, to gaming. Hello, um, Pondon, um, and Ryan as well. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different um, ways to go about. It. So obviously, I, I can only talk from my personal experience, um, but I think there's a lot of different angles a lot of different angles to come at it. So first of all, hello, Ray good to see you. Aryan as well. Formula Marius, Bruce, Victoria. Um, First of all, I want to ask how many different, because I've kind of narrowed it down for for me anyway. um, How many different income streams do you think someone in like in my position with a channel of, of my size and been doing it for as long as I have, how many different income streams do you reckon, chat, um I have or or at least have access to? I haven't exploited all of them. Um literal use of the word exploit, not a nasty exploit, just I haven't got the most out of all of them. But how many how many would you say? Cause um three, four, a few fives, a couple of sixes. Okay, yeah, a few of you have got it. It's not been the most common one. Um, But in my opinion... Wait, have I updated the overlays on this? We're going to find out. Oh, remember, audio only. Listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, this side. Do it. For me, anyway, broadly speaking, there's six. So we've got Google AdSense, which is determined by how many people choose to view my videos. I'll get a cut and I'll explain all of these as we go through. Add integrations, this video is sponsored by Squarespace or HelloFresh or Skillshare or whoever. Um, then donations, so there's like a join button down there if you wanted to pay two pound a month to be and you get some nice emojis and you, you kind of stand out in the live chat. Um, donations like that, also super chats um, as well. So, and, and obviously if I was on Twitch, obviously that's a huge part of the Twitch ecosystem, right? Donations and, and members. That's one of those that I don't, you know, I get su- I get super chats, which obviously I'm super grateful for on here, um, but that's something that exists here, but doesn't, it's, it's not, it doesn't exist in the same way that it does on Twitch, for example. Um, merchandise, I've done some bits in the past. I've done my pins, have I got any pins knocking about? I've definitely got some extra pins knocking about somewhere, but they're not in, not here. Um, posters that I did. Um, there is merchandise coming. We'll get there one day. There we go. Hippity hoppity. Thank you for the two quid. Add in. That's a, uh, that's a super chat. So that's one of them ticked off. Boom. Um, yeah, the 50k pin came out well, didn't it, Pondon? It did. It did. Um, may- maybe again in the future. I'll do something like that. That was really nice little... A little bit of product product design is what i did at university so to make to make it something physical tangible was really nice um so yeah merchandise there's lots of different things obviously you can do merchandise wise anything when you're uh selling a project missing only well look only fans is kind of donations isn't it really like only fans is is kind of like um if i had a patreon which I've set up a Patreon, but I've not put it live. I've had it set up for ages. Um, but I want to make sure... I don't want to set it live when I'm not confident I can give value on it yet. You know what I mean? Um, but Patreon and, and OnlyFans are kind of two of the same, really. You're just putting content behind a paywall. Um, so... And that, and that kind of relies on members to sign up and, and pay and all that, right? <clears throat> and... Then, events now obviously me and Aldas did our live event. Um, which because I mean, in part because it was the first time we did it, in part because the F1 arcade is very expensive. Um, let's just say we didn't make any money from that. Um, you know, going forward, where we do live events, obviously we're going to set it up in such a way that we can make money because we should be able to make money from these events, and you know, you take the time to put it on. You want a degree of return of investment to make it consistent, you know. Um, And then appearance fees I've put in there as well. Obviously, you know, I've done, I've been really lucky to have done a few bits of Sky Sports now. Um, And then various other kind of opportunities, um, things that pop up. When I did the interview with uh, Atzi Kirchhoff in the Netherlands end of last year, for example, Um, stuff like that. That, obviously, as you as you grow your brand and, and grow your public-facing thing, there's more likely to be opportunities where, you know, there's loads of examples like when, um, you know, like Jimmy and Steve, they do Gran Turismo stuff sometimes, like presenting um, all that. I you know, like, obviously, Matt Gallagher does F1 Esports. Hayden does that as well sometimes as well. Like, appearance fees that you get um, outside of your typical thing. You know what you're known for, and thank you, Anthony, for the six ninety nine Canadian. Cheers, mate! Your content is top two. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, um, Mac. I don't tell everyone that just by watching the live stream I'm draining your bank account. That's not. That's not what it works. Um, what about team or slash org salary, like Veloce or Last Lap? Yeah, I would say yeah. I, I guess. I guess would that come under appearance fees? Because obviously, you know, obviously. Ponding, you're doing stuff with Red Bull. Um, I've done stuff with Veloce in the past. Last slap is a bit more of a... It kind of... It's more of like a an own, ownership thing. Ownership structure there. But but with Veloce, yeah, that would have been... I would class that as kind of appearance fees as such because it's like appearing on something that's not your... But obviously, it's consistent, you know. It, it was consistent when I was doing stuff with Veloce. So... Um, it's a vicious cycle that you need to commit to have time for these events but when starting it's hard enough to get done to make a name yeah look and that's the thing right I've always I've always said this it's um you know this channel is is where it all started and this is my baby this is my focus this is this is my number one priority and I would say now like 2023 um as time's gone on this channel was like, I think at the start, when, when this channel first started to grow, kind of start of 2020, um, doing other things outside of it and having these other opportunities, I was kind of more, more open to. Like I would have been, I think, right, if say by the end of 2020, you'd have said to me, you'd have offered me like, you know, if I could, could have been offered like the dream, like, I don't know, like Sky Sports F1 deal to like go to all the races blah 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 I'd be more likely to have done that then than now because I think now like I love the freedom I love the flexibility that comes with doing this yeah retainer is a good way to put it Ben um retainer which yeah I guess appearance fee retainer it's kind of because you've got ad hoc like one-off things again like the um you know that was through versus that i did the, the thing at the end of last year with that said, that was that was just a one off thing um but then obviously there's other opportunities where it is more kind of sustained and and continuous you know so um k very very and that's that's the thing as well like with, with this the subscriber thing gets kind of very you know, obviously i've got my i've got my plaque on the wall um to to flex which some of the letters have peeled off a little bit, um, but you can't see that, so it's fine. And uh, yeah, like that's nice obviously, but I, once I hit 100K, honestly, that subscriber number really doesn't kind of, I mean, a million's a long way off um, f- for me. And and I don't think it's something I could, you know, like um, we'll talk more about that, but like, you know, I, I've made a decision in myself, that I want to keep for this channel, everything you see, all of the graphics, all of the editing, all of the thumbnails, all of the scripts, everything is me. And in part, that is the main reason for that. Honestly, is because I'm a bit of a control freak with it, and I want to have my I want to have my mitts on everything. Because you know my, my background is um, production, and well, particularly graphic design, photography, video. I kind of taught myself through YouTube, um, and I, I I think that you know that's a decision that I've made that isn't necessarily the best kind of business decision. Because you know, if I hired an editor, if I if if I hired, which I which I could do. I could do that, I could outsource, and then I could make more videos, and then bring more money, you know, spend money to make money, I could spend money on people to help me um, grow this and make this bigger, but I don't want to do that, because, you know, that then gives me obligations to those people, because I've I've had that in the past, Um, what was it, in 21... Yeah, in twenty twenty one, for the first half of twenty twenty one, if you go back, you can see like I was uploading more often and that's because I had an editor that was helping me, shout out Jake, um, for like a good, you know, four, five, six months. And as much as he did a really good job, it just I just didn't it was like ah I didn't I didn't I didn't like it. I, I, I decided to, to not carry on even though, you know, it was essentially kind of paid for and I I decided to you know take back the the control because that's kind of what I wanted it to be so it's certainly a it's a way up and when we talk from a business point of view you know I guess as as well like I'm fortunate to be able to do that and to be able to have full control and not have to relinquish any of that I could choose to if I wanted to but I can still earn enough to you know keep my head above the water and earn enough to to make a career um do you also make the background music yourself no nick so i use uh epidemic sounds i've got a subscription with epidemic sounds that i've had for ages um and that's the company that they have a big catalog of raw well it's not royalty free because i pay for it but they have a big catalogue of music that's updated all the time with new tracks, and then I take all of my all of my little jingles, my pre-video, my end-video, blah blah blah, all of that. <laughs> P1 with Matt and Tommy. It was, I reckon that's I reckon that's Tommy. I reckon that's Tommy on the admin um, today. Yeah, and then so I, I use that to um, yeah for, for all of my for all my all of my music, so I don't get in trouble. And like for my the images that I use. I've got a subscription with a, a image company that, um, so I pay monthly and they give me access to their image catalog, so I can use the really nice high quality pictures in my videos, um, all that. Hello, online cricket coaching, big up. See, look, this sports it's it's a niche, it's a niche sport, but th- there's going to be a lot of crossover with different um, different things. But, um, pondum, what I use I use XPB um for mine um p1 tomo team at marduk club when well look, i i think look but 24 is happening this weekend but i think maybe next year um next year i want to do but 24 so we'll get some other creators but i know you're doing it and you, ben i think you're doing it ben um right so let's sh- um let's go through the go through the list yeah so many f1 youtubers here i know right everyone's getting their uh pen and paper out right? i right i'm a, i'm the teacher for today so google adsense first and foremost now to anyone who doesn't understand um the way that it works on youtube so there is a it's a 55 45 split with the creator get creator getting 55 percent, the youtube getting 45 the youtube which i think that's the case isn't it I'm pretty sure that's the case. Um, And and that's based off of what advertisers spend on YouTube. So, say I am, um, say I am Nike, right? lovely pink um, low low Jordan ones that I've got in Miami. Lovely jubbly, right? So I'm Nike, right? I want to spend money on YouTube and I've got one pound, I've got one pound to spend, right? Ego YouTube, here's a pound. Then YouTube takes that ad and puts it in front of one of my videos, okay? So you click on a video and then it plays the ad. Someone in their Nikes, boom, 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 right? YouTube keeps 45p of that pound and gives me 55p of that pound. That is the the long and the short of it. It is more complicated than that because also you hear, I'm sure you've heard terms like CPM and RPM and all that. Depending on on the niche, so say you're say you're making videos for, um, say you're making videos for kids, like kids TV stuff, that kind of style. Um, the value of, well, sorry, and and then the so if you're making kids TV style stuff on YouTube, the type of ads that are going to be shown against it. You're not really going to be showing like Nike stuff on a video that's designed for five, six year olds. You're going to be showing, you know, Lego or Duplo or whatever, right? Thank you, Lucas, for the cash, by the way, for the two nine nine. Big up, appreciate. It. Um, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna show those kind of those kind of ads relevant. And YouTube's quite good at this now because it's in their best best interest that they show you an advert that's more likely to be what you want to see. And when I say you, like, you know, there's what, 447 of you in the in the live chat at the minute, right? So you could all go and watch my latest video, which you should have already, F1 driver seven years ago. If you haven't, then what are you doing? And all of, I, all, I can almost guarantee every single one of you will get a slightly different advert. And Maybe some of you get the same advert. But depending on who you are, because some of you are going to be Younger, some of you are going to be older um, You're going to have different interests You're going to have different other things that you watch on YouTube So based off of your cookies and what you watch You get served certain adverts So the long and the short of it is that The value of You know, say you're like a tech YouTuber For example, tech YouTubes typically Earn very good money from Google AdSense Because the type of ads that get placed on their videos are more high value ads because their audience is more likely to be maybe a bit older maybe a bit more disposable income um because tech generally is a it's not a it's not a need it's a want industry in a lot of cases right um so You've got Cineworld. There you go, Caitlin. you got you got Cineworld. So, like, maybe you want to go to Cineworld and, go, and watch movies. Like, or as I, I'd never go to the cinema, really. So, that wouldn't that wouldn't work with me. It wouldn't, wouldn't be worth showing a, a cinema ad. I mean, I pay for YouTube premium, though. So, because I watch a lot. As much as I make YouTube videos, I watch a lot of YouTube as well. I watch, like, I watch a lot of YouTube. That I don't really watch telly at all. So, I also consume as much as I kind of create, for sure. But, um... But yeah, so you've got... I lost my trailer of thought there. So higher value, boom. Depends on what niche you're in. So gaming typically is quite low value. Um, for me, my mine's kind of in the middle. I think my CPM's around about... Oh, I'm not even sure, to be honest. Because you use it as like a, a vague... A vague um, calculation for why is it not updated that thumbnail? I don't know. Are you all seeing the right thumbnail? You you're seeing me in the suit, yeah? You're not you're not seeing me um you're not seeing the F2 car. Because for some reason when I just opened it, it was uh it was showing the old thumbnail. So my my do, 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 what is my CPM Are you gonna show it to me? No, I can't I can't even remember why is it not coming up under revenue? That's so weird. Um it used to come up under revenue, but it's changed now. They've definitely changed it. Um I don't know. Oh, there we go. Well, okay, my RPM is 296, which is revenue per 1000 views. So you can do the math yourself to to like that that's a rough That's based off of the last, what, 28 days. So for every 1,000 views, I get paid three quid, basically. Um, No, it's not. It's not that, can I? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And that that will vary massively. Some people get RPMs of over 10 quid. Some people get RPMs of, of pennies. So... Yeah, it, it really does depend on the audience and the audience for obviously my stuff is very much dictated by you know who's into F1, who is into F1 enough to search it on YouTube and wants to have, finds value in, in the kind of things I talk about and the way I talk about things. So that all determines Google Ads. And look, it, it can vary massively as well, by the way. Like th- this is all dictated by views. So, you know, <sighs> For me, for me, a good month, like a really good month, purely on AdSense, because I know people will want me to talk about certain numbers, and I'm not going to talk about um, I'm not going to talk about numbers when it comes to brand deals and all that, because you know that's I'm 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 not you know in to talk about that because they probably wouldn't be very happy about me. But I mean, in terms of AdSense, like a good a really good month would be like five grand, like a really good month. Um, which happens very rarely, like that would have been like a, I think when I was putting out my McLaren, um, all my livery redesigns, I was doing loads of videos, Um, I think I did about five grand in AdSense that month, on average though, it's a lot less than that, I mean a bad month is probably, probably like a low month now, is like 1500, it's like a low month, So again, if you take that and extrapolate that over the course of a year, if I had a bad month every month, um, I would only earn like 18, yeah, 18 grand from the channel. Um, If I had a really good month every month, it's like 60 grand. So it varies massively. It varies massively depending on the viewership and depending on, I know, um, who's someone? Yeah, BNPH Ben, you said um, it varies on the month as well. So December, brands typically spend more on YouTube because you're in the run-up to Christmas and all that. Um, so yeah, like you've got that, it's, it's very hard to have like a consistent revenue stream when you're just looking at AdSense. It's very difficult. Because also like right now, right now like, you know, there's not much interest. There's this break. You know, the season isn't looking like it's going to be super exciting. So you can make the same video. You know, if I make the same video now as I would have done like two years ago in the middle of 2021, I'm going to get a lot less uh, money now, a lot less views because views converts to money. The, view, the views is going to be a lot less now than it would have been two years ago, you know? So, yeah, and the January struggle, exactly, Ben. The January struggle is a very real thing. um And that's why, like in January this year, I only did two videos because it's not worth me putting the same time in when January companies aren't spending money on YouTube so that that RPM drops for everyone, I might as well spend that time on other things, building, like creating new graphics and, you know, for the upcoming season, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, 18 grand means 18,000 pounds. So, and I mean, look, like, like, and that's the thing, if you have a, this is something as well, right? It, Like, when I say f- like 15, you know, 1,500 is like a bad, like that that's a, that's a that's a poor low view month that's still that's still like a lot of views like to t- to earn enough to like earn a living on youtube cuz like i've almost always since i started what 2020 i was <clears throat> i was freelance well i was i was working then i got um furloughed then i was working for WTF1 for the rest of 2020 for all of 2021 I was on a retainer with Veloce and then last year last year was the first year where I was mostly reliant just on myself I suppose but it 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 takes a it takes a long time it's not like it's not straightforward honestly like you can do YouTube for years and I'm sure like some of you like Ben if you're still like you know, you, you can do it for so long, you can still get, like, good views, but, like, to earn enough to, to actually go at it full-time, you see all the big creators and the big names who, you know, they're the most obvious, they're the most visible, but, actually, if you're just relying on Google AdSense, particularly, um, then... It's t- it, it it's it's a difficult one. Homepage at f two Not so weird. yeah, that is weird. I don't know why it's done that. YouTube YouTube's playing up, um, but yeah, yeah, that that would be yeah. So 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 that AdSense number varies massively, which is why you can't really rely on that. Um, hence why obviously you get to a certain stage. add integrations, obviously, I've done tons with Squarespace. They've been super supportive supportive for the channel, and it's it's great for me because then that gives me the the freedom and the the um security that I need to go like imagine if I was imagine if I just relied on Google AdSense. So I'm either like at a low end earning like 18000 pounds a year, which is less than I've ever earned in that's that's like less than I earned when I was a lifeguard in my very first job when I was 17. Um I earned a little bit more than that. Um, like, I, I, what What if, what if something happened, what if the sport, like, what if my videos just aren't banging, like, that that's not, I, I wouldn't be able to just, if I, if it was just AdSense, I couldn't, I couldn't do this full-time, I, I, I it wouldn't be, um, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, what's the word I'm looking for, it wouldn't be responsible of me to do that, you know, I've got a house i've got responsibilities i'm a 30 year old man now i've got responsibilities um yeah responsible exactly it, it, it i like you could get by you can get by for sure like people get by on, on, on that and you know cost of living is 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 tough right at the minute but like it wouldn't be responsible for me to do that when when i can earn money in other means like i mean i had a career before this and and if this all goes up the swanny tomorrow then I'll still be able to, you know, use the skills that I've I've built over the years to um, to the finance side of YouTube can earn up to thirty pounds CPM apparently. Yeah, I've heard some mad, mad like again. If you think I earn like on average about three quid for a thousand views, like some channels are earning fifteen, twenty, twenty five quid for a thousand views. So, so like those channels, they don't need to do big numbers. They don't need to hit like six figures every video, which is like now that's become my like, you know, that's what I need to, that's what I aim for for like every video, and it, and if it doesn't hit six figure viewership, then that's a that's a disappointment, um, you know, for me as far as I'm concerned, um, are you able to invest in your future? Ie pension, yeah, and again, look, that's stuff that, that's stuff, Berko. Where obviously I'm totally. I'm independent, I've got my own business, I work for myself. So that's stuff that I have to, which I which I haven't yet to be honest, and I, I, do, I, I have a couple of like pensions from when I used to work. Because obviously I, I worked like a normal job from, well, before I went full-time on YouTube, I was been working in a normal job for like five five years, five, six years. Um, Gotta get mint and the best snacks. Exactly, 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 all right. Mint deserves the best. Um, but yeah, so ad integrations, they help massively. Um, obviously I'm not gonna tell you how much, um, I earn from ad integrations or, or anyone does earn from ad integrations because it varies massively as well. Um, even if, you know, sometimes it's based off of, it'll get paid proportionally based off of views. Sometimes it's just a fee. Sometimes, um, it gets paid based off of signups as well. There's lots of different, um, there's lots of different ways that ad integrations are, are done on, on, on YouTube um, and just with kind of creators generally. Um, it, it varies a lot, right? What was your job before content creation? I was a graphic designer um, at an agency. Oh, I, I was freelancing doing graphic design. Um, yeah, I'm sure you do, Ben. I'm sure you do. The Dosh from Shorts revenue. Oh yeah, Shorts, shorts earn like nothing nothing there is no money in shorts there is no money in shorts um just because the advertising yeah if, if you're a shorts if you're a tiktok creator or youtube shorts creator like google adsense you can just delete that as a as a um source of revenue entirely um there's just there's just not would you say proportionally ad integrations pay significantly more than adsense yeah i i think that adsense i don't know i i think it's um all right, dad, shorts are my trick. <laughs> Look, shorts are fine in the summer, but that's it. Yeah, purely for growth and opportunities, exactly. To, to get your face in front of a lot of people, shorts are great, but if you actually want to monetize it from an AdSense point of view, you have to find other ways of monetizing. Um, proportionally, what I say, integrations play significantly more than AdSense. Um, yeah, no, they, they, they do. I, I, think short, I think ad integrations... Because I, I, the thing is, right? If if there's a ad that runs before a video, and you know, it's like you so you click on one of my videos, and then you get a advert for Centre Parks, right? And it just plays, and it's a generic advert for Centre Parks. If you don't know what Centre Parks is, it's like a it's like a holiday, UK holiday. They have them in Netherlands as well, I think. Um, you, yeah, you you. you you get that advert playing before your video and then it's just some random actors and they've got got this ad right there's that and and your likelihood of engaging with that is pretty low let's be honest right it's pretty low because don't get like don't forget right advertising is what makes all this possible it what makes F1 possible if there's no advertising there's no sponsors there's no brands putting their money into F1 then F1 doesn't exist like it's not privately funded anymore like it was in the 50s just by rich people out of their back pockets. Like ad- advertising is, is how this whole online thing works. And um, yeah, so if, if you get that ad run before a video versus if Centre Parks came to me and were like, right, Tomo, we want you to do a, a 60 second, 45, whatever ads in the first part of your video talking about Centre Parks. Like, yes, the likelihood of the average person converting is still low but it's certainly higher if you've got me the person actually talking about it being like look this is me at center parts this is me like doing the thing this is me like cosigning it directly myself so i think ben that's why yes the ad integrations do rightly pay more proportionally than adsense because adsense is a general generic ad versus it's it's kind of like um Yeah, in something like TV shows, you'll see like uh, when they've got a random ad running, like in the break between TV shows, versus when you're actually watching a program and in the program they're talking about their new like Stella McCartney bag or something. You know, I like Centre Parks. I enjoy Centre Parks. Um, Yeah, one day, one day. I mean, Hannah loves Centre Parks. Um, That's her favourite place in the world. So. Yeah, product placement is worth insane amounts. Exactly, exactly. Um, but but also that relies on, and that's why it's important for me to not push things and, and promote things that I don't genuinely like, find value in, or believe in. Um, because you know, if 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 I'm pushing stuff that I don't think can give value, then I am just. Um, Exploiting the trust That you as viewers Have in me And that's not what like That's always going to end up Well it's immoral for one thing But it's always going to Even if you can get away with it I mean the amount of emails I've had about sh- um, Raid Shadow Legends My goodness I don't know how many different agencies they use To try and push their 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 game But oh my god I've had so many emails And I'm just like Leave me alone please Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> is it bad if we fast forward? No, and that's the thing. Like that, that's why Tread's like I, I put the most. I typically put the little bar at the bottom. Look, this is the thing, right? It it help it, it, if you watch the ad. Yeah, it does help me, but you're under no obligation to like at all. Like it's it's in such a way that. You can watch my stuff and not pay any money, which is great because it's like it's a win-win. If you, if you want to, if you want to engage with these things, great, you can. If you don't, fine. I'm I'm not putting anything behind a paywall, you know. And um, to the to be honest, I've never actually I've never actually like replied to a um, Shade Rad- Rado Legends um, email to actually know what they'd offer me, but. Um, I'm just I'm just not remotely interested and I just don't think I think they're quite um, those kind of mobile games are quite <coughs> quite predatory um, in my opinion. So it's same like you know crypto um, there was actually as t- a story I will tell you there was a um, when was it I think it was last season what year was um, the spa, spa race when it got rained off. That was 21 wasn't it that was 2021 um burko big up the 100k poster yeah okay so i had the opportunity to go to that race and i was reached out by i was reached out to by one of the sponsors of one of the f1 teams i'm not going to name names and it was a crypto sponsor of one of the f1 teams and at the time at the time i was kind of like I wasn't that educated on on crypto. I've got my my own opinions on crypto, which are much more educated now since then. And at the time, I was well. I couldn't go anyway. We, um, we had something on. I wouldn't have been able wouldn't have been able to make that race. And um, I'm not telling you which one it was. I wouldn't have been able to make that race anyway and obviously it was it was rained off so I'm kind of glad I didn't go in the end but obviously the opportunity to go to an F1 race when when a brand, you know, like when Eight Sleep offered me to go and got Eight Sleep on our bed like Eight Sleep's great, it's a great product so I'm more than happy to like co-sign that and they sent me out to Miami and blah, blah, blah um, but in this instance at the time I was, I was definitely considering it because this was the first time I'd ever been reached out to by a brand it was to go to Spa, which I've always wanted to go to um and i it if i if we didn't have something already on i definitely was considering it for sure and i think since then since i've educated myself more on crypto and, and i've got more of a educated opinion on it i'm also glad i didn't take it back then but but me in 2021 i i was definitely considering it what like i would never consider that now at all because i don't co-sign that industry at all but uh, at the time, I was definitely considering it because when, it, when it's offered, you know, this is that's where it, um, that's where it, you know, it's easy for me to say, like, Oh, I've always, I would never take blah blah blah. Like, when you're in when you're offered opportunities, like, part of you is always gonna consider it, yeah, of course, you know, you, you got to think there, 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 there would definitely be, there, let's be honest, right. Think of an industry that you don't like, you don't agree with, you don't co-sign, be that crypto, be that whatever. Is there an amount of money that they could pay you to do something to, in part, shield their products? Like, if they offered you a grand, maybe you'd say no. If they offered you 10 grand, if they offered you 100, if they offered you a million, if they offered you a billion you'd be like, well, okay, that's a billion pounds though, you know what I mean, there's always, there's always a number that you're going to get to eventually, even if you, you know, don't agree with the products, um, you know, so it's, um... <laughs> and that's just, that's just, you know, that's just your own personal choice at the end of the day, it's, um that's just your own personal choice. I don't. I don't think the crypto space is one hundred percent bad, not by any stretch. But it's just not, from my understanding, from my educated, fairly educated opinion, on on reasonably educated opinion on it. I think anyway. Um, it's just not something I, you know, I cosign. But anyway, I've gone off on a right tangent now, I Um donations members so this is the section say you were saying about only fans earlier well only fans would come under this section for sure members people pay a subscription um again i've got the join button on on the youtube channel two pound a month people do patreons people do OnlyFans if it's a bit more saucy and <laughs> what if you'd be invited to british gpt by, by an OnlyFans team look fundamentally i'm sorry i i don't have a massive issue with the. I get that exploitation happens on some of these platforms. OnlyFans is one of them that, yeah, that does exist. But do you have a f- like all OnlyFans is? It's it's no different to Patreon. You're just co- putting content behind a paywall. It's just the content that people choose to put behind the OnlyFans paywall is very different to the typical content people choose to put behind Patreon paywall. Um, so <laughs> when. It's just fans obviously gets all of the uh, the eyeballs because of of um, of the type of content that's on there, you know. And how about YouTube Premium? Is that better than AdSense or negligible? I think that's negligible, David. Uh, it does break it down because yeah, it, it, if you get viewership from someone who's watching on YouTube Premium, um, obviously there's no ad being played, but you get money. You still get money from that. I, I think those YouTube Premium viewers are worth more, but there's uh, infinitely less. YouTube premium viewers than there are you know regular completely free viewers um for God's sake. um but yeah so donation members um yeah like obviously super chats exist on YouTube um again this this part of the monetization thing is way more um it's like very much part of the Twitter culture isn't it like donation, donations, gift subs, all that. YouTube's not really cracked that at all, and it does feel like YouTube is maybe somewhat stalled in their push for live because, you know, I could be doing these streams on Twitch. Um, kind of look at what um, Matt and Tom do with P One. They do their Twitch streams. They've got like a really nice system going there. They've got they've got their Twitch streams where people are engaged in seeing the full uncut stream, and donos. Gift subs, members, bits, all that, right? And that's a that's a that's that in itself is a monetary um, that brings in money for them them. And then they also then take that footage and they turn it into a YouTube video, which then they put on the YouTube channel, and then that earns money in the same way that kind of I own money from um, from from my stuff with AdSense and add integrations if you want to add that as well corbin thank you for uh <laughs> luca thank you for gifting them because they do do gifted members on here as well um as luca just gifted one to corbin so they've they've, they've started to try that but i think they've stalled it a bit youtube because it, it costs youtube a lot it costs any um live streaming platform a lot to host live streaming like as it's that's very expensive com- compared to hosting vod just purely vod um so i i think it, it very much depends on and it depends on on, on the of the individual you know sometimes these streams you know sometimes people donate go crazy i mean i find it australians to any australians out there my australian viewers are by far and away the most generous when it comes to donations i swear i swear at least 50 percent of the times i see a super chat it's in australian dollars which is it's just, it's so interesting. It's like, I wonder what it is. Like, what, why is that particular demographic, which is relatively small compared to, you know, I think Aussies can com, com, uh, comprise about 5% of my total viewers. Um, but you Aussies are just mad generous. Like, I love, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. It's just, it's just interesting. It's really interesting. Um, but yeah, so this can. Obviously for, for Twitch streamers, for streamers, this donations members thing really comprises a significant part of of what they do. Dime, wait, you guys are getting paid. Mate, Dime, come on. You've you've had like you've got two videos that have got more views than my highest view video has ever got. So you must have got paid from them, mate. Come on. <laughs> but also you put infinitely more work into your videos than I do into mine. So um Credit Where Credit's due. Check out Dime, by the way, who just uh do 250 RSD. Um, stupidly good YouTube channel. But keep it up, man. I, lo- I love seeing what you're doing. You're killing it at the minute. Um, drunk Aussies. Yeah, maybe drunk Aussies. True. True. <laughs> and the name Tomo is very Australian. That is true, Sam. That is true. That is true. Um, don't get paid to walk Minton. Yeah, that's I, could, I could just become a... I, I feel like... And right now... About a third of my total viewership right now, like in, the, in this last like, month, for example, about a third to a quarter is coming from you guys watching this live now, but also all of you are watching this as a video after the fact. So, also, like the live component of what I do has become bigger, I think. Um, not out of, not really out of um, design either. I just kind of um, do the post pre-race streams and I was like oh I might as well start uploading them as as a podcast and then once I'm uploading it as a podcast I also then want to do more to keep it consistent and you know you know I mean sorry um Caligar did I miss your super chat I apologize mate let me uh let me scroll back up and see um oh thank you uh Anthony for the 279 Canadian for Minton big up for Minton exactly Sorry, I, I do sometimes... There we go. I found, I found you as Callagher. Thank you very much for the... Is that 20 Danish kroner? would love to go to Denmark. Never been. Um, the moment when you felt your channel took off. Oh, for sure it was um, Rich Energy Red Bull video. It was the end of 2019. Start of 2020. Um, that is for sure when it, it took off. And it kind of rose. And now it's kind of leveled off somewhat for sure. Um, but look, as long as I... As long as you lot are still interested in what I've got to say then I, I'm I'm alright. So I'm 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 not complaining in any way, shape or form at all. I'm very privileged to be able to do what I do and I appreciate that every day. I really do. Um and thank you, Tuss you all for joining Friends of Tomo as well. Big up. Tomo Waffle for the win. Exactly. I mean look, nothing else is going on at the minute, there's no F one, so like the whole world is basically on pause, right? Until the season starts again. Um, personally I prefer YouTube streams Never on Twitch Yeah and, that, and that's the thing It's like Yeah I, I could I could have From a From a business point of view And this is something That I did think about doing And, and I feel like that The ship's sailed now But I could have I, I could have I was actually offered um, A deal with Twitch Last year to do my streams, my pre-post on um on, on Twitch, my pre-post pre race streams on Twitch, um I could have then still uploaded them after the fact, um on YouTube, um I decided to turn it down because I believed and I still long term believe more in YouTube, um than Twitch from a live streaming point of view. Um, but ultimately I felt like, you know, all my audiences on YouTube, I'm onto a good thing here and yeah, like for sure, monetarily, I would have more money if I'd have taken that deal and I'd probably be earning more money now, even if that deal didn't extend into 2023, which I don't think it did for many, um, because Twitch have kind of now, I think they were pushing sport big last year, and that's why I got reached out to. But I, I, I think more so that, you know, again, the way Matt and Tom do it is really good because they they can monetize Twitch in its own way where, you know, people are, uh, you know, it's a lot more in that Twitch culture to, to donate and to subscribe and, and to pay your own money. It's, 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 not, it's not the same on YouTube. There's not that same culture there in terms of the audience. But then they also take those lives, cut them up. It would be like me doing this live stream and then me cutting it up and then uploading it again on this channel as a video, which just that wouldn't, that doesn't feel like it works for me. Like it doesn't feel like it works for you and, and for the channel to have like the same content uploaded twice almost but one is the live stream VOD and one is the you know one's the cut up version yeah it it just doesn't kind of yeah so so like if if I'd have taken that deal then yeah I, I would certainly have it would have it would have been a smart business deal for sure in hindsight and I don't think I would have been any worse off maybe a bit Maybe a bit on my I think my YouTube audience, you know, obviously not having the live streams on here, some of you wouldn't have gone to Twitch and wouldn't necessarily have watched it after the fact as a video on YouTube either. So yeah, it's um it's streamer on Mixer, yeah. Well, I'm surprised, um given that they sponsor AfroMount, I'm surprised Kick haven't reached out, but there you go definitely wouldn't go for that because we all know where the uh the money to pay creators 95% we all know where that's coming from so i feel like your content suits youtube seems way more yeah maybe it does ponder maybe maybe it does i think it's um yeah it is it is different that they are they are very different platforms in terms of the the audience but then like i you know i've got twitch channel that i very rarely stream on but i used to do it a lot when i was just gaming I don't have my simulator, I don't have room for my simulator in this house. So if I did, I probably would be doing more um Twitch streams because it was always fun to just chuck a stream on when I'm playing some Grand Turismo, you know. Um the Digi one channel, exactly, man. Exactly. Um okay, I think we've we've kind of covered that one. Yeah, truck many streams and all that. Um merchandise. Again, merchandise is something that I definitely have ambitions to do more. Um, more seriously going forward um, I've had something in the works that's been in the works for so long and I'm really disappointed with the company that I've used because it's been like trying to draw blood from a stone um, yeah it's, it's been really frustrating um, frustrating experience however you know I could have f- f- for the merchandise thing there's a lot of companies who will um, you know Teespring and um, you know various companies that will you know you just send a design and they handle everything else but again and especially because I've worked in um, you know I've worked in e-commerce before that was where I first got my kind of work break working in digital fashion um, like online fashion website and mint and plushy, mint and plushie Julia that is a fantastic idea holy shit can someone write that down Julie, that's, a, that's an unreal idea. A mint and plushie. I'm writing that down. That is such a good idea. That is actually a sick idea. I'm writing, I'm writing that down. And you're gonna if, if if it happens, you're gonna look back at this stream and remember. <laughs> Write that down. Um and yeah, you so yeah, you can pay a company to do it. Again, because this is something that I I I have certain um, and again from a business point of view, you know, I could be pushing stuff, I could be selling Tom F One pink T shirts for a nice juicy markup, and you know, some of you would buy it and be fairly happy with what you get. But you know, I I want to do it to. I look at you know what um, Calyx has done with No Two Ways um as as a real example of what i'd love to have and i think i i've got the skill set to put it off i'm confident that i i've got the skill set to put it off now it's just um you have to ultimately you know i'm I'm not going to manufacture pieces myself in this study you know by hand like i don't have those skills but I, i know what i want and i know i'm very confident that it would be stuff that you guys would like as well. And we go from there, but it's on my F1 team hat. Yeah, and and look, that's the thing. It's like merchandise, you know, I did my posters, which is great and they sold out, I did my pins. It was great, they sold out really quick as well. Um, You know, I think, you know, it's it's, it's great having people who, you know, support what you do. Um, All of you out there just watching supports what I do. but yeah being able to bring it into into real life and being able to because I've always wanted to have my own business my own brand um you know university I was printing t-shirts myself I, w- I was literally doing the printing in in the uh spare bedroom in our in our place um at the time you know it was um I did literally in the back of my car I did uh, sneaker screens I don't know if anyone's seen the Instagram page sneaker screens that's linked on my Instagram but I used to do, to do that and it was like illustrations of, of trainers and I made some stuff some physical prints and that and they came out really well actually I was I was quite happy with them um, and you look at yeah you look at what Quadrant's doing what Lando's doing with that Daniel with his you know Enchante stuff Um, I, you know I, I think that there is you know it's certainly if if i do start something and i put something out there obviously having a community having you guys to support and hopefully like what i do um is going to give me a a big head start and i'd be silly to not utilize that privilege that opportunity that i would have you know can you say in it bruv i just did um I bought a hoodie from a creator that was clearly from something like Teespring, best part of fifty quid. and It was horrific quality and ruined after two washes. Need good quality, reflects your Brad exactly, Adam. Exactly. That is precisely why I haven't rushed in to doing merchandise because there are so many horror stories and like it's just you know, I, I there is a real responsibility to like not just rinse, you know, people who take time out of their day to support what you do to rinse people for for money like you gotta be you gotta make something like i I couldn't like even even if even if i did like a rubbish quality hoodie that sold out and no one complained i can't be proud of that like that because that's something I actually like again i did product design at university i was a graphic designer i I like i was a i I now make videos i like making things like making something that i can be proud of and co-sign and be like yeah like i'm happy with that that's important to me like bum the money like that's that's important like for me to be happy with what i've made that's where like my um satisfaction comes from ultimately so yeah like i i I know what i want to do it's a matter of time it's it's gonna come it's just oh i just need to because I, I, like, what I'm doing. I want to get it all made in the UK. You know. I want it to be super like. All the little details. All the little things that just make something feel special. Like. That's what is important to me. And doing it that way has meant it's taken a lot longer. But I'm cool with that. You know. I'm fine with that. Um, you're hoping to see me wearing a suit. I do have a suit similar to the one in my farm now. But proper brexit merch um but yeah so merchandise is one of them yeah it it depends on you know if if you outsource it to a, a company to do it a lot then you just get a cut of sales if you do it more yourself you get more of that return but then also it takes more of your time away so merchandise is something that yeah i have i have not this is when i say like i haven't fully exploited the merchandise part yet because when i do jump on it i i can promise you if like my my standards when it comes to like merchandise and clothing, my standards are high. I know they are. I know they're high because of how unhappy I was with the first sample that I got. I wasn't unhappy with it. I was just like, no. There's a lot of things I'd change here. So I'm confident that as long as it if it meets my expectations, then I I'm confident it will at least meet yours. That's what I'm saying. Toy cars, toy cars would be cool. It's it's just getting the um, and and that's that some of the best. YouTube merch that I've seen is the more creative stuff that isn't just t-shirts now I will be doing t-shirts but other things like you know I'd love to do like racing gloves like for for sim races maybe or I don't know overalls or uh, I don't know like mini helmets yeah look I've got my little Do, do a little collab with the um to tomo see my little uh, do little Tomo f1 mini helmet why not why not um why not indeed i should consider Ooh, wait someone's a collab with Hillfigure and <laughs> a line called tomo Hillfigure. very good very good very good love that um okay Events, events is another one. Now, obviously, me and Aldas did um, our live show um, earlier this year, which was fantastic. If there's anyone in the chat who was there, thank you for coming. Um, it was, it went really well. Like in terms of the event itself, I was really happy. Um, again, in terms of going forwards, um, we literally me and Aldas met up yesterday, um, chatting around ideas, venue, all that. And this is definitely something that I want to do more of for sure, because it was so fun, it was so fun. I like love meeting people who watch my stuff. I love meeting you guys Like when I get the opportunity to, because it's, it's like, I'm just I'm here on my own. I, there's no one else here, yet yeah, there's 400, it says 438, it says 438 on that screen, but I can't even, how, how can I, as a human being, I, I can't even comprehend that really. Like there's 438 if you're watching this live and then this will go on to get, you know, based off my streams typically get over 10k views. 10,000 people, 10,000 people. Like there's a lot of people and I can't even comprehend that number like when I'm sitting here chatting. um, And yeah, like I think doing live events, I went to Matt and Tommy's P1 event, it was amazing, really good, they killed it, smashed it. Um, Matt's really good at that stuff and I was super proud of Tom, because he was, he was really good, like, they both did a great job, and I, I think these kind of things where you know, they're accessible opportunities for us to all meet up, and just talk about F1, because it is still, you know, as much as it's getting bigger, it's still a niche sport, it's still, you know, just being around like-minded people, like, it was so nice that there's a there was a couple of lads who came to mine and Aldous's live show, right? And they didn't know each other beforehand. One was from up north, one's from near my way, and they met at my live show, and they just got along so well that when I went to Matt and Tommy's live show, I walked in, saw the bar, saw them two straight away, and they're like they're like mates now, and and they became friends after me. Like that was like mate, I, that I was made up. I was so happy. I was like, that, that is exactly what like, what I want this to be, you know? And doing more of these kind of events and getting people to actually like come together in a sport that typically hasn't, unless you go to the race itself, which is behind such a paywall, a paywall that's only getting bigger, I think doing more independent fan things like this, I think it's a massive opportunity and to earn some money along the way, cool. Like, sure, for sure. Like, that'd be great. But it's not a 100 litre bottle. I think it's a, it's it's three litres, I think. Hang on, it says on the back. It's a 60, no, it's a, it's a two litre bottle. 2000 millilitres on the back, it says. 64 ounces. Um, so yeah, to do more events like that, again, get an opportunity to meet you guys. Um, you guys get an opportunity to meet each other as well, you know, and it's it's just it's nice it's fun. We can all share in our passion and um, yeah. So more to come in that space again. In terms of a way of making money, we definitely didn't. Uh, we definitely didn't um, uh, tick that box for the for the first event. But the first event was definitely more to like just gauge. You know, do people want this? Can we do a good job? Do people enjoy it? And I think we ticked all those boxes. I just think that there's now a few little, you know, things to... Yeah, lessons learned, exactly, Ray, exactly. Um, you, you learn so much more from... This is the thing in life, right? You learn so much more from doing something than thinking about doing something and just really thinking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, but oh, if I really think about it, then I'll get it exactly right. No, no. There will always be things that... You know, that only get really tall and really stuck in there for experience, you know. Um, cheers, PJ. Appreciate it, mate. And uh, finally, yeah. And then appearance fees, like I said at the start. Um, the bigger you get your brand and profile. And again, I've been super lucky to, you know, I've had been on Sky Sports a bunch of times. Didn't say that thing with um, Atsy and Verstappen.com last year. Um. You know, there's been other things where, you know, timings-wise, because a lot of these opportunities, these appearances, they come quite late. So, like, for example, to go to Miami last year, um, I didn't get an appearance fee for that. But, you know, they facilitated the opportunity for me to go and to do the live stream there, which obviously was amazing. But that, you know, that came up like two weeks before the race, and I just happened to have that weekend free. So, um, yeah, that's obviously something that in time comes and I think that now I'm starting to get more confident having done that year with Veloce and presenting stuff to a camera outside of my comfort zone somewhat I feel like confident doing like presenting and 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 yeah talking about stuff like not to a script I'm terrible if you put a script in front of me I'm the worst I'm awful but um but yeah, I I think that that stuff kind of comes with time as well as yeah. The bigger you grow your profile, the more likely that you know agencies are going to want to reach out and see if you want to do blah blah blah. You know. Thank you, Julie. I'm glad you enjoyed this Sky video with Ted. Ted's um, Ted's a Ted's a nice, very very nice bloke. Very nice bloke. Had a very good time. It was good fun. But um, but yeah, that's the kind of. Long and the short of it, really, they're the kind of six main things that I would say. Um, and how you just called him Milton, a eh? Milton, Milton, he's Minton, Min, Min. <laughs> uh, shall I go? Uh, let me go and um, Milton Keynes, Mil- Min- Min- Minton Keynes. I'll go grab him. The sausage is here. The sausage is here oh roll intro once again um <laughs> yes don't call him millwall how dare you Selda? how dare you how dare you call him millwall oh you're somewhat tired you were tired boy there he is There he is my son my firstborn he is the goodest of boys aren't you you're the goodest of boys you've been sleeping haven't you you better have a nice kip There you go. Look at him. (laughs) I just don't get how he's so tired all the time. Like. They say dogs sleep on average. Is it like. 16. 18 hours a day. I don't know. He sleeps a lot. He would happily just sleep all day. If I let him. But. um, Perfect for a plushie. Yeah. Should we make you into a plushie? Maybe like a full. A two scale plushie. That. He's what? that this, this is his full size. Sorry, audio only listeners. This is his full size. So, that could be a great plushie. That could be a fantastic plushie. Why does he look? Because you're tired and Daddy woke you up, aren't you? Right, go on then. Go back to bed. Oh, good boy. Um... Yeah, it'd be a great exactly wrap around for your neck. Oh my god, yes! You know, when you go on an airplane, and you have the the neck pillow. It could be a minty neck pillow. See, look, we we are coming up with some fantastic ideas here. This is like genius, genius. Does anyone else have any more questions? I guess any more any any more questions on uh on this subject because I feel like I've mainly covered everything but the more I cover in this, the more I can like, you know, whenever, because people ask me about this all the time, so I can just direct them to to this live stream. What sort of income does Spotify, Apple bring in from the podcasts? I mean, right now, absolutely zero, nothing 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 at all i haven't got enough viewership on audio only to monetize spotify apple podcast all that uh, the audio only maybe maybe in time but again I, I mean most of my you know if i what my pre post post race wags, typically they get i don't know if you can go on the channel and look yourself like 35 to maybe 45k on YouTube, if if I was getting that viewership on audio only, then that's definitely enough to get some kind of monetary paid deal. But I'm getting that viewership on YouTube instead, which is also monetized. So, you know, when 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 I finish this live stream, it will become a video that is an hour and twenty minutes long. However, this will be, um, and then that will just get that. Will, it will then just get monetized like any other videos with an advert at the start, advert at the end, blah blah blah. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the kind of that's that's the way it is at the moment. Um, yeah, I've not really, I've not put enough focus on that space, I guess. But again, it's silly for me to not upload these as audio only when some people do just want to listen. Um, so it's it's just a, it's a fool's errand to not do it. You know. End goal. Don't have one. We don't like you dunno where this space is gonna go. I mean YouTube as a career has only existed for the last ten years, so I think where it'll be in another ten and then another ten. So yeah, I I, I very much just um take things as they come, plan for the plan for the moment and then see what happens. That's the kind of yeah that's that's the way I'm I'm approaching things. Would you ever start a network? Yeah, I mean, cuz well, I would never I would never go with a network because I like doing everything myself. But then again, I suppose by doing everything myself, that then gives me the skills that would be perfect for a network because there's always going to be other creators who don't want to do everything themselves. So if I've got my finger on a little bit of everything, then I could do that. Would I want to do that right now? Definitely not. But maybe like, I don't know, in the future, say I wanted to, to do less YouTube videos or this just started to dry up, then setting up a network could, yeah, that could that could definitely be a valid, like, my name's Tomo, I, I built up this channel, been on YouTube for so many years, did it all myself, did all my editing, blah, blah, blah. So I can like, I negotiate my own contracts or do all of that stuff. So um, yeah, that, that would that that could definitely be something vi- viable, and that would be something that whether I'd want to do it or not is 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 a different question entirely. But I think it's something I I could do if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, I had a question regarding photography imagery. How does all that work? Um, I think I already yeah I already touched on this PJ, but yeah, I I pay for a um I've got a license with a one of the various. There's a few different ones. Um, f1 image banks that exist out there and i pay a monthly um, subscription to to use their imagery it's not cheap but you know if, if i want to if, if i'm going to do this legit and not just like uh, poach people's images then that's what you've kind of got to do um but yeah that's i'm not gonna say how much it is but i guarantee it's more than you'd think um well i can't guarantee that kind of but you know what i mean um Am I planning to come to New York? I've never been to New York. Would love to come to New York, but so one day, because Hannah loves New York as well. That's like one of her favorite cities in the world. So um, I'm sure one day, New York, it'll happen, I'm sure. Um, What's the difference between Twitch and YouTube streaming? I mean, fundamentally, it's the audience. That's the difference. That's the audience and, and the culture of it you know fundamentally it's no real different obviously you know raids are great on twitch gift subs are way more established like most of you probably didn't even know you can do gift subs on youtube um it's just yeah that that kind of that culture that side of it is way better on twitch but fundamentally the product's no different um um do, 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 do. Uh, going back to ad integrations, does it make a difference to you if you skip your sponsored segments? Um, well, it yes, it does, but so it does in, I guess, two ways. So it does because you're not seeing the sponsor, so therefore you are less likely to click on any potential link or less likely to engage with it if you don't see it, which is for some ad deals, not all, but some, you're paid based off based off of numbers of subscriptions or whatever. Um, in those instances, then it does. But also because if you're skipping a chunk of the video, then that will somewhat affect average watch time and all that, which from broader YouTube algorithm point of view can, you know, the lower your watch time, that can somewhat hurt your videos. It doesn't make a huge difference, I'd say, generally, but it does. If does it make a difference? Yes, it does. If people skip the sponsored segments, but I get, I get, I get why people do it. I'll be honest. I sometimes do it. Like I try not to because in my position, I'm like, yeah, I resp- like, I feel obliged to support other creators, um, even if it's the sponsors that I'm not interested in. Um, but then I, I think more people, and this is something I need to do more as well better at integrating the sponsor and let to so it feels less of like a harsh cut and it's more intertwined within the content i think people are getting better at that so that's something that i need to to definitely work on because it is in, an important part of why i can do this full time you know so that's definitely a thing um super percentage that youtube take good question dominic i'm not actually sure what youtube takes as a percentage of my super chats I think it might be 30%, but I could be wrong there. Um, I could be wrong there, definitely. Um, When is Le Mans? Would you be there? I would love to go to Le Mans. I've driven through Le Mans, this this town, but I've never actually been to. Is it 45 on that as well, Luke? I I thought it was less for Supers, but fair enough. Um, That's mad. Uh, why is Cushmine... Yeah, I don't know why Cushmine's is so in the thumbnail. The the thumbnail is the correct thumbnail, but YouTube just for some reason is showing a different thumbnail, Um, even though I've put the right thumbnail on the video. Weird, I don't get it. Um, do, 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 do you get double the money if you watch the same video on different accounts on the same device? For example, I changed what account I was logged into midstream, so I had to watch another ad. Um, Yeah, probably. Yeah that probably counts as, as two different um views cuz all of it's tied to yeah to, to your account so like if if I watch an account on on my channel and then switch to the like the cooldown podcast channel um and watch it again then but also I've got YouTube premium on my main account so it's hard for me as well cuz cuz I um I very rarely see adverts I'd never see adverts on YouTube now because I've got premium so I kind of forget about it. And then when I see like Hannah watching YouTube and she sees an advert, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot about adverts. <laughs> Which is like the whole <laughs> way I make money, <laughs> ultimately. Um, what percent profit are you making from YouTube? I mean, I, my costs are pretty low. That, that's what's kind of, my 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 operating costs are pretty low. Like you think, well, I mean, I've got my hardware now, like my laptop, my camera, these were all like quite big expenses that I paid, you know, years ago. Um, yeah, my operating costs are pretty low. Like obviously when I go into the city to do last lap and train fares and, you know, software, like my Adobe, Adobe subscription for Photoshop and all that, that's a monthly cost. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I don't, so most of the money that I generate, most of it, is money that, you know, ends up being being profit and money that I can pay myself, you know. Um, but also obviously when you, when you set up a limited company, it's like how much do you pay? The business takes a certain amount and then you pay yourself a certain amount. And I've got accounts to help, help me with all that kind of stuff because I don't have a clue when it comes to that stuff. Um, do you want to do live videos slash go to races and do coverage kind of thing? I mean, Look again. My ideal setup really is to, you know, like pre-race stream on like a Thursday, go to a track on a Friday and a Saturday, and have experiences there and do stuff at a track, even if it's just watching the race and not doing content. Like, and then cover the race somewhat on like a Sunday, like we do with Last Lap at the moment. That's kind of the the ideal balance that I would have because again I I would rather I'd rather watch the Sunday race on a screen than at the at the event and this is coming from someone who was there in 2021 for the Silverstone Max Lewis crash because you just don't get that same understanding and yeah you get a slightly different angle on it all but you know watching the race in person it's very hard to follow what's going on it's just it's true it's true might sound ungrateful, but it's, it's, it's true. Um, do, 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 what if you skip ads? Would that affect your pay? Yes, skipping ads does affect how much the the uh, creator gets paid. Yes, because you've not viewed the full advert. I think you still get paid, but maybe a, a fraction of, I don't, I don't know what it is, to be honest. I don't know the exact amount. <clears throat> how does your demographic split look? Um, male to female I can tell you I can tell you Um, so and again with the age thing it's difficult because you obviously get you get a lot of younger people who set up accounts in like with older ages so they can watch anything so that's somewhat skewed um, in terms of age but let's have a look so actually so my top geographies in the last 28 days highest is USA with 18.9%, next is UK with 18.4%, and then it's Australia with 5.1, Netherlands with 4.6, Canada with 4.6, Germany with 3.8, India 3.7, Spain 1.9. France are like nowhere, no French people watch my stuff. If if you're here, bonjour, Uh, but only 0.8% of my audience is French is quite interesting considering how big an audience the French audience um potentially is um and then age so what 41% is 18 to 24 but then 35 and a half percent is 25 to 34 which I think is quite high um that kind of eight me having that age group being 35% I think is quite high relative to other people I've spoken to in the in the space, and then my amount of female split is ninety two point eight percent male, six point eight percent female. Um, which again, I think, actually compared to other similar creators like me, I think I'm on the higher, slightly higher level female, but it's still it's still very very low, six point only six point eight percent for the girls exactly. Um, but yeah that's the uh, that's the split um do what else'll uh, answer a few few more questions we'll go, we'll go to an hour and a half um which football team do I support I support West Ham sadly right now um not having a great time with that and do never skip it internet internet historian ad those are basically content yeah exactly that's what i need to do more so are you coming to australia for F- next year for f1 i'd love to say yes maybe i don't know we'll see we will see um do, do, do 30% from yeah. i thought it was percent from super Chats. um do, do do what camera lens do i use i use a canon eos r with a 30 35mm prime lens on it so I get the nice background blur and it's very compact as well, like the camera's tiny. What the, from front to back, the camera is that, that's how deep the camera is with the lens on as well. It's not this big, long, chunky thing. to any audio only, that's about, uh, four, four inches, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, if someone clicks on your video, likes it, and then leaves immediately, is that worse than not even clicked on it at all since the watch time would be terrible? Yes, it is, Zelda. Yes, that is definitely worse. If you see a video of mine and you don't have time to watch it, please don't click on it. <laughs> Just wait until you do have time and then click on it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, there's all these little kind of, um, idiosyncrasies, um, with, with YouTube that, that you might not um, might not understand or or, or or appreciate, Jonas, friend of Tomo, Off topic thoughts on the pit stop incident. Okay, shall I? I, th- I think um, I think I'm gonna I'll wrap it up. I I feel like I, I'm conflicted in talking about it. I'm very conflicted in talking about it because whenever it's so, like, fellow. Even though their audience is very different, um, and, and the content they make is very different to what I do, they're still fellow F on content creators in the space. They are guys that I've met like a couple of times now, um, especially at Matt and Tommy's thing. I was sat with those guys, chatted to them loads. Um yeah, it's uh yeah, it's 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 a tricky one because I think that when it comes to putting yourself out there, that any anyone who chooses to put themselves out there, be that on TikTok, on YouTube, whatever, when it, anyone put, chooses to put themselves out there as a face, put their identity, their personality, their character out there, you 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 put yourself in a very vulnerable position, and and I, I have respect for like everyone who who does it. I have I have a fundamental degree of um, of respect there for anyone who does it. Now, obviously, I, I I think the word that that comes from the whole situation is I just think they they were naive in that situation um, with Jake and Fab, and it's kind of bitten them on the ass, and it's all kind of played out. in 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 the worst way now look again their audience is that they have a platform for a reason right um they speak to an audience that i maybe somewhat speak to because of the way i talk about sport but also i do assume a reasonable amount a reasonable amount of knowledge knowledge from you guys um so for anyone who doesn't know And and also, like, Screaming Mills, like, that's the podcast that they were on. So, basically, you've got, um, you've got Screaming Mills. There's a podcast run by Marcus Armstrong and Canamala. I I think, I think, um, I think it's Marcus's, I think Marcus is the main person behind it, I think. And he obviously races, in IndyCar now and it's podcast that they do, him, Clement Novelak, blah, blah, blah. They've had a bunch of guests on and they, yeah, I, th- I think, I'm not sure what's the actual ownership structure there um, with their pod, but they had Jake and Fab on who run the Pit Stop podcast, which is like, in terms of independent podcast, is like the biggest independent podcast out there. And yeah, they had Jake and Fab on there and their brand with Pit Stop is very much like, you know, we're new fans, we're we're learning, we, we don't have a load of knowledge. There's various clips which obviously F one Twitter's yeah, you know, enjoys them not knowing, you know, that Seb won four world titles at Red Bull, blah blah blah, right? But obviously like their brand is to be very kind of naive to the sport and I'm not going to be one who jumps on like, oh, that content shouldn't exist because th- there's an audience for it. If there's an audience for it, if people are going to watch, then they're clearly touching on something and appealing to a type of person who's interested in, enough in F1 to engage with a top a podcast that is around F1 as a as a subject matter, but aren't looking for aren't looking to be educated on it. In, in, in the way that typically, like me saying things or Sam Collins talking about things. So, they've, they've, they've got their audience, right? And they've, you know, you look at the relatively short time they've been doing their podcast t- to build up the numbers that they have. Like, you have to give credit to them for achieving what they've achieved. As much as, and that's a whole other conversation, is whether they should be getting the opportunities or they should have been getting the opportunities that they were getting. Like, you've got two guys who taking taken on the knowledge that they already have from, particularly Jake from the social media industry, as far as I'm aware anyway, um, that, you know, they have achieved what they have. They've built the audience that they have. And and good for them. Like, you know, they they're in their lane doing their thing. I'm in my lane doing my thing. Everyone's in their own lane. That's part of why I think, you know, the F one fan base is so varied, but also the types of people making you know, there's TikTok creators with loads of thousands of, of uh of followers, subscribers, millions of views that I'd never even heard of until I t- started using TikTok. Um there's something for everyone, which is good. Thing is, if you're gonna go onto a podcast that has F two drivers, a lot of the conversation is around, you know, talking about the racing if you're going to go into that conversation, into that room, with that very naive to the reality of, and with Juan Manuel Correa being on there, of course, you know, a driver who almost lost his life, was in the crash of Antonio Bear that did take Antoine's life, long recovery to get back into racing. You know, yeah, if you're going to go in someone else, on someone else's podcast, with someone else's audience, and you're going to just... Go about that conversation in the same way that you would on your own, without doing the, the you know, without doing the research beforehand into the guests. And if, if you're going to go into that space, then you know you're going to get you're going to get caught out. And like you say, Julia, imagine any female creator saying stuff like that. You know, yeah, they would get disproportionately. You know, you get away with certain things. I'm sure I get away with certain things. Um, because of the fact that I'm a white guy like there are going to be certain things that probably I do get less grief for because of the privilege that I have in those instances right and I can't speak for every instance because but at the end of the day it's like (sighs) you know no one should be people should be allowed to like you say, you know, imagine a female credit saying stuff like that. And and they would get wrongly like dragged over the coals. Like criticism is is somewhat like some of the criticism is one hundred percent valid and one hundred percent fair. Um because, you know, to 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 go on and, and talk about how, you know, no one cares about the the racing. Well, I don't think that's what like, for example, that's what Fab said it was like no one no one cares about People were more interested in the soap opera side of things. No one cares about the actual racing. Do I think that's actually what he meant? Like literally no one, not a single person in the world cares. Well, I don't I don't I don't think, with the best will in the world, I don't think that's what he meant by what he said. I think he meant that like there is there is a significant portion of fans, just like in any sport, who exist and are there, who are primarily consuming the content that is more kind of um more lifestyle more you know whatever that 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 portion of the fans do exist and and i think that is what with them and, and their podcast and their audience that is the portion that they are talking more to so i think that's just an example of like do i think he literally met i don't i mean maybe he did i don't know but like I don't think so. I don't think that's what he literally yeah, what he meant to say. And that's why like Marcus was like, yeah, I, I I think Marcus like heard what he said and was like, "No, I I I feel like I get what you're trying to say." But then even Marcus was like he felt like he said that most um he doesn't think most of their viewers watch the racing, which again, do I think that he actually I don't know. That like, maybe but i think also like you need that underpinning of of interest in the sport to find the fact that their racing drivers are interesting so i i think it's one of them that you, you you sat in a room with people like we we have it on you know on the last lap we have lots of different personalities and opinions and we're all chatting and you've got this like you know when you're doing a when you're doing a podcast with multiple people it's like you've got a you've got everyone in the room and then there's like another person in the room who can't speak but that person could be any one of hundreds of thousands of different different people and everyone's gonna listen in and and interpret what you're saying differently and some are going to give you benefit of the doubt and think oh yeah that's just hyperbole some aren't and are gonna you know read it for what it is and there's no right or wrong because you, you you can't you can't know always what people are. Yeah, you know, that's the biggest thing with this this job, is the whole kind of. I I know what it's like to be misunderstood in what I'm trying to say and getting dragged for it. So whenever something like this happens, I am very reluctant, instinctively reluctant, to immediately like I'm I'm I think as a human, I think one of my better qualities is benefit of the doubt. And always giving a degree of benefit of the doubt. Now, there's obviously some things that happened in that conversation, which I think were very disrespectful, and they were very naive um, to go into that situation, and you know, be so. And it did like that. It, it does come across as they are very, um, not ungrateful is not the word not appreciative, or take for granted, that's it, taking for granted the opportunities that you get, That that's kind of definitely the, the energy that they gave across, which I think that they, you know, and, and maybe look, the, I, I've been, when I look, I first started uploading YouTube videos in, what, 2015, very, very, my very, very first YouTube video I ever put out was in 2015, and I have, so that means of my total YouTube career, still, even now, over half of it has been spent getting like no views. Like I got 400 subscribers in four years on my my football channel. And I think having that base of doing this because I love doing it, I think that will always keep me somewhat grounded to the privilege The opportunity I get to do this as a career, to get invited on Sky Sports, to, you know, have people listen to what I have to say. Like, I will always try my best and I will always, you know, and sometimes I'll I'll find myself, like, get frustrated with an edit. I'll get really annoyed and I'll be like, hang on, like, I'm like, whoa, take a step back, Tom, like. Why am I getting something, like, this is literally like a dream job. Like, just t- take a minute, calm yourself, and get on with it. And we're all guilty of it, you know? We're, we're all guilty of, of um, we're all guilty of, of overlooking at times the privilege of the opportunity that we have. And I think that's, you know, and then it, again, for, for One well, Career to be on that podcast, a driver who's been through so much, you know, if that was any other driver that Jake was saying, oh, I, I didn't know who you were. Like, if that was a, a, a driver, like, that's still, you know, that's still a bit of an on-the-nose thing to say. Like, maybe it's, I don't know, you're not in the room, right? They're, they're all in the room together. It seemed a bit uncomfortable, but whatever. But for to say specifically to one-man walk out, that's, like, obviously the 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 one driver above anyone else you know that you really can't get away with saying that to you because of what he's been through and, and 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 rightly so and that that's the thing it is just, you know hopefully they they learn from this as well because you know again doing the because I'm in the space because I'm doing this as a job I'm always going to have a bit more apply a bit more benefit of the doubt have a bit more empathy than i think the typical person because i do understand the 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 bad that comes with the goods and the feelings of being you know misunderstood somewhat but also sometimes yeah like the i think most of the criticism has been genuine i think some of the criticism has been way over the line just like it always is. I mean, you had Callum getting death threats after what happened at IndyCar at the weekend where he kind of blocked, but didn't really block his teammate. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm reluctant to, to automatically jump on. And, you know, I mean, you've had, you know, their podcasts get spammed with like negative reviews. Do I endorse that? Not really. I, I don't know I I get I understand why people are frustrated right I I I get it and that's the thing like like you were saying um Julita like when they're getting opportunities and they are so kind of their whole brand is to not be educated on the sport like I understand why they're getting opp. why they were getting opportunities because like, like from, from a brand or from F1's point of view that they, they look at them too and they see like, okay, they've got an audience who's like just converted to F1, but maybe hasn't fully converted to F1. So their audience is prime for us to like, right, let's give them opportunities so that their audience then becomes an already, you know, uh, go, goes from a almost just converted into F1 to a dedicated F1 audience. We can convert those fans. If you come to someone like me, now look, all of you watching, all of you in the live chat, just just by being here, watching me, you must be already a passionate, you know, well-established F1 fan. So the value in sending me to a race or giving me these opportunities, you could definitely understand why they can see that as being less. Because, well, Tomo's audience is already all big into F1. We're not gonna generate any new fans from getting him on, you know? So I, I think that I think that is why they get they get those but, but I get that you obviously when you've got established creators be that myself, you've got a world of fantastic independent creators. I'm always trying my best to kind of push people that I see and do well. I still try and do my mystery F1 YouTuber link for like almost every video. Um, And I see like, you know, this is the great thing with, especially like TikTok and that, it's it's like that barrier to entry for people who care and are passionate. But, you know, it's when I like to think part of the reason you watch my stuff is because you can see how much I love it. You see how much I care. Whether you agree or disagree with me, it's fine. Like, that's fine. Like, we shouldn't all agree. That's just not normal. But I like to think that my passion, my care, that always comes across. And when your content's not underpinned by that, yet you're getting these opportunities, of course I understand why people like, you know, get frustrated. Like I look at some of the opportunities they get and I'm like, man, like they got to interview Charles and Carlos, man. I'd love to do that. That'd be unreal. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, um, yeah. Who, who obviously knows going forward? Like, I, I, I like as human beings, I, I wish them, I wish them the best. You know what I mean? I, I think it's um, they were very naive in that situation, and they've gone on someone else's platform and they've not covered themselves in any glory at all, but. You know, I just hope they they learn from it and whatever they do next, you know. The the, the engaged F1 Twitter space as a community overall, which is broadly fine, to be honest, because it's just like anything. Yeah, F1 Twitter gets a lot of stick. Most people are quite rational and normal in their takes, okay? Um, But, you know, you're gonna, if you're gonna put yourself out there then what you say is going to be you know held against you and even if you didn't interpret it mean it in one way it can be interpreted in many different ways I've had that loads of times on on Twitter you know when I'm talking about things on YouTube you know all of you you watch my stuff you you have a good idea of where I stand on certain things how I feel about certain drivers who I think's good who I don't think so good blah 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 so when I talk about things you have that context when I talk about things on Twitter and yes I have so many followers but outside of that when things get retweeted and liked and shared like it gets exposed my, my, my things I say get exposed to all different types of people who have no idea who I am and yeah if, sometimes if you don't fully cover all basis with how you word something then it is open to interpretation sometimes you know it's like when um literally what a couple of days ago well yes no yesterday um when Ferrari got their case to overturn the Australian decision dropped I just retweeted Chris Medland who like said it and I just retweeted L it was L now what I meant by that was like Ferrari took an L because they spent all this time trying to get this decision overturned and it didn't come to anything but then the first few comments were like why is this an L he deserved the penalty I'm like no no, that's not what I meant I, I agree that he deserved the penalty but it's a Ferrari L and then like I was just like I didn't make that clear did I? so I deleted it and then I just went common Ferrari L just to clarify that I was talking about Ferrari specifically um, taking an L it happens you know but anyway thank you Alec mate thank you for the 14.99 Aussie dollars once again Australian generosity. I appreciate that, Alec. Thank you very much. Day 149 of giving my money to you instead of someone's only fans. Yes, thank you, Alec. Thank you, Alec. I appreciate that. To be honest, I don't understand your tweets on the regular. Like, fair enough, Kleiner. Fair enough. Get ratio break. Up yours. (laughs) Right, okay. I think I'm done now. Um, Thank you all for coming. Appreciate you all taking the time. Good chatting as per. Um, thank you to everyone who's watching this live. Jake, Jonas, Zelda, Luke, Kleiner, um, Julita, Dougie, Nikolai, Gamers Unite, Rowan, Thea, Video Game Valley, um, Dr. Araganto, Jay, Poppy, Arjun, Dominic, McCann, Cody, Corbin, Marcus, Racer, Penguin, Alfie. Thank you to everyone who's watched this after the fact on, on YouTube and everyone who's listened to this audio only, which once again, I forgot to record this, so I'm going to have to wait until it's finished fully upload into YouTube to then download it to then do all the audio only, which is annoying. But there you go. I always forget this. Um, Mint and plushie, here we come exactly. Stay safe, be well, be happy, drink water, as I would say and i will see you next time whenever that may be i'm not sure yet next week video probably go watch my seven year back video because it's a good video i spent a lot of time on it i was very happy with that right cheers everyone stay safe be well be happy goodbye bye 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 bye.